Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. This week, we have been talking about what do you do when there is a wound in the relationship and you can't seem to move forward. And we talked about the importance of cap conversations. So learning to slow down and to get clarity, to really understand what the other person experienced, and then taking time to apologize and then creating a plan. Yesterday, we talked about the types of apologies that aren't really apologies, they're faux apologies. So if you didn't have a chance to check it out, make sure you go back and listen to that episode. Today, I want to talk about what a real apology looks like. A good, true apology has several components. One, taking responsibility. Two, having remorse. Three, reflection. Four, repair. And five, a request. I think the most important part is taking responsibility and the rest adds on to the apology. It makes it a really strong apology. Taking responsibility means admitting what you did without trying to justify it. So we avoid that defensiveness. An example is saying something like, you are absolutely right. I totally misled you. Or Not only did I tell you I was happy with how things were going, I also punished you for being unhappy by withdrawing. There's so many things that I've done here that have hurt you. Or I said terrible things last night. There's no excuse. So being able to just take the responsibility. The next piece, remorse, is that part that shows the other person that we really feel for what we've done. If someone takes responsibility, but the other person doesn't sense that you actually regret or feel anything at all about what you did, then it's unlikely the apology is going to stick. Now, of course, there's varying levels of this, depending on the harm you caused. You might have done something that isn't so emotional, that you don't need to have deep, deep, deep feelings of remorse. However, the person that wrote in yesterday about having an affair, your partner's gonna need to see that you feel. So if you're saying, oh, I'm really sorry, I admit what I did, but there's no feeling under that, it's kind of hard for people to move past the apology stage. Regret and remorse have empathy and feelings associated with them. And because of that, you can see that the person has a clear understanding of the impact that they had on the other person. And they have a deep, sense of empathy for the pain that they caused. After you've taken responsibility and you're able to really connect with your feelings and your remorse, it's really important for you to be able to reflect. Reflecting to the other person about how you know that you can do better next time or what you've learned about yourself. This helps them to know that you have self-awareness about what happened. And finally, making a request. As you move through the steps of the apology, you're going to want to request forgiveness. Asking for this is powerful because it offers the other person a choice. It also gives you insight into where they stand. Are they ready to forgive? Are they still angry? Is there something you're still missing? Are they still feeling like you're not getting something? 
it's okay to ask. And it's also okay if the other person says, I'm just not ready yet. However, if you're that person saying that you're not ready, it's your job to be clear as to why you're not ready. Which piece of the apology process was not fulfilled in the way you needed? And how can the other person be successful with you? You can't move to the plan stage until you've really given a good apology and the other person is able to accept that and then has a willingness to start to move forward. Once that happens, then you can begin to create a plan. And that plan is about imagining the future. What do we want our relationship to look like next? What can we do better next time to avoid the issue? How can you do better for me to avoid this issue? And how can I do better for you? And what should we do when we start to notice problems again? How do we want to talk about it? And lastly, is there a time that we want to schedule to check in on this topic? Thank you for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. Please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings, ask questions, and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.